Diwali, the Festival of Lights, is a vibrant and colorful celebration that marks the victory of light over darkness and good over evil. We invite you to celebrate Diwali with a drive through two and a half miles of sparkling lights at the Bull Run Festival of Lights in Centerville, Virginia. The Bull Run Festival of Lights is open November 10th through January 7th. Save time and money by purchasing a ticket online at bullrunfestivaloflights.com. That's bullrunfestivaloflights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Father, in Jesus' name, over these next few moments, take my tongue and speak to us with clarity, speak to us with power. Holy Spirit, I need your help right now. Give me wisdom, give me direction on what to say. Father, answer every prayer, bring calm. Bring calm right now unto every person that's watching on every platform. In Jesus' name, I pray that you would use this and get the glory out of it. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray. And for any that are ailing, any that are afflicted, any that are ill with any type of illness, we speak healing. Come on, type it on the screen, y'all. We speak healing to them and we declare it done right now. In Jesus' name, amen. So listen, guys, we're in week three of our series, Living Large. Now, for those of y'all that know me, uh, y'all know I like to, when I'm preaching, I like to stand up and to preach and teach. All right. So if you see me get up, you see me move to the side or something like that, like what's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. I'm just not used to sitting down. Okay. All right. Now we're in week three of our series, Living Large, which we've learned it means to be wealthy and successful. And that word wealthy comes from this biblical word, shalom, which means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all is well. And I need you to know, watch me, that once you come to Jesus, you are shalom. I don't care what your life was pre-Jesus. I'm telling you, post-Jesus, your life is shalom. That means nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking. <clears throat> In fact, all is well. The Bible goes on to say that he has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. What does that mean? It means that everything I need, I have, it is simply awaiting my recognition. I'm going to tell some of you, you're about to find what you weren't able to find because you were too busy to find it before. Let's do it. I need to tell somebody on here, you're getting ready to discover what you thought was missing. And watch me, you had it the entire time. You just were simply too busy. And for many of you, this time that we're going to have over these uh, next couple of weeks is going to give us the ability to unbusy ourselves. Let's go, y'all. It's going to give us the ability to not be so busy, to not have so much going on, so that we are able to take stock of what we really have. Because I'm going to tell you, if you stand back, you recognize that nothing is missing in your life. 
Nothing is broken in your life. Nothing is lacking in your life and all is well. And if it doesn't seem that way, it's because we're looking at it the wrong way. I need you to open up your mouth and make this declaration. Lord, let me see it like you. Come on, say, say Lord, let me see it the way you see it. Because when God looks at you, he says, literally, there's nothing missing. So what are you waiting for? <clears throat> there's nothing lacking. So what are you waiting for? All is well. What are you waiting for? And for somebody, you've been on hold and your word tonight is come off of hold. Don't let what's going on around you stop the progress that's happening in you. It is to be shalom and successful. That's what it is to live large. And success is different for every individual because we're all created to do something different than other people, which is why you can never, hear me, never ever get caught up <clears throat> into comparing yourself to other individuals because the reality is what you're created to do is very different than what other people are created to do. See, this water is created to uh, quench my thirst, but this towel is created to wipe, to wipe sweat from my brow. If the towel begins to compare itself to the water, one is going to feel superior and it shouldn't. The other is going to feel inferior and it shouldn't. And neither are going to maximize the fullness of their potential. Many people never become everything God ordained for them to be because they are so busy trying to compare their success to the success of somebody else. And the danger in doing that is you are robbing the world of what God sent you to the earth for. Y'all better hear what I'm saying tonight. You're robbing the world of what God sent you to the earth for. See, Bishop Foreman is not supposed to be like Bishop X, like Bishop this one, like Bishop Don Juan, like Bishop that one, like Bishop that one. I'm just using random names. I'm not supposed to be them and they're not supposed to be me. So if I'm trying to be them and I'm not being me, I am robbing those that I lead of the unique thing that I am supposed to be to the earth. See, when you're talking about living large, I need you to stop putting yourself in the confines of this is how she do it. This is how she do it. You can be inspired by other people. You can be encouraged by other people. But please be careful when you get busy trying to compete and trying to replicate other people because that is their unique place of grace. It is not yours. Paul was called to reach those that were Gentiles, even though he was a Hebrew man. What's a Gentile? A non-Hebrew believer. Peter was called to reach those that were Hebrews. That was his place of grace. In other words, when he did what he was supposed to do, watch me, he was extremely effective. Nobody else could outdo Peter at being Peter. Nobody else could outdo Paul at being Paul. And when they tried to cross lanes, in Acts chapter 16, the Bible says, and the Holy Spirit forbid them. Y'all better hear me today. There are certain things that God won't let you do because what you're trying to do is to do it like somebody else. And let me help those of you who serve pastors. Stop coming to your pastor with how everybody else is doing it and how everybody else says it. Because sometimes what you're doing is you are making him miss the special sauce that's him. Y'all better hear me. If you work in somebody's company, Stop always going to them with how everybody else does it. You may make them miss the special sauce that is them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Shalom and successful. And we looked at the scripture, Isaiah chapter 54, using the imagery of a barren widow woman to represent God's people post Jesus. So let's stop. Isaiah 54 <clears throat> prophesies thousands of years before God ever steps in a body and that body is ever called Jesus. Yeshua Hamashiach, uh, Jesus the Messiah. Isaiah prophesies it thousands of years in advance, which teaches us something, that before there was ever a problem, God created a solution. 
And I need you to hear me and hear me clearly tonight that before you ever faced what you're facing now, God made a way out. And I need somebody to just tell him, yes, Lord, on these screens tonight. Before the world was ever dealing with what the world is dealing with tonight, God created a way out. Before there was ever a coronavirus, there was a Jesus Christ. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Before there was ever a challenge, God created the opportunity. Before there was ever an obstacle, God created the opportunity. And so you got to understand how God works. God is not like, oh God, what are we going to do? God is like, yep, yeah, I'm so glad that I paid the way for this years ago. I'm so glad that I made a way out years ago. I'm so glad that I made this to work together for their good years ago. <clears throat> and I need you not to be mad. I need you not to be angry. I need you to manage your emotions because God says he's getting the glory out of this. So in Isaiah 54, <clears throat> verse number one, y'all, I'm doing good to sit down. Y'all, if you know me, you know that this is something. Isaiah 54 and verse one, it says this, sing, O barren one who did not bear, break forth into sing and cry aloud. You who have not been in labor for the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married. So remember, this is using this imagery of a barren widow woman to represent us, his people. All right. Can I get you to type this on the screen? It's talking about me. It's talking about me. And here's what he says. I need you to sing. But watch when I watch where I need you to sing. I need you to sing in the middle of barrenness. Look at me. God always asks you. For the opposite of what it is that you're surrounded with. You better hear me. If you're barren, ain't no singing. So right in the middle of them being barren, what does that mean? A lack of productivity, a lack of fruitfulness. Right in the middle of barrenness, what does God say? God says, start singing a song. He says, give it to me when it's not happening around you. Can I tell some of you all, you literally are about to finally become, let's go, you're about to finally become the thermometer because for years you've been the thermo, uh, excuse me, you're about to finally become the thermostat, which means you set the temperature because for years you've been the thermometer. You have simply measured the temperature. God says, change the temperature, baby boy. Change the temperature, baby girl. <clears throat> Sing right in the middle of your barrenness, right in the middle of your fear, Right in the middle of your seemingly lack of productivity, right in the middle of it, that's when I want to hear that song. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? All right. It goes on. Who did not bear. He says, because of what you give me in the midst of a negative situation or in the midst of a challenge, I'm going to literally change the tense of you not being productive. I need you to release this over your life, please. And I need you to say it like you mean it. Come on. I need you to say, say this, say everything is getting better. Please release that over your own life. Everything is getting better. Your finances getting better. Your money getting better. Your family getting better. Your relationship with God's getting better. Everything about your life is getting better. How? He says, who did not bear? In other words, he says, that's what the story was on Sunday. But baby, that thing is changing on Wednesday night. He says, because you were up. Can I get everybody to just give God five seconds? Of worship right there. Five. Come on, everybody. Type it on the screen. Four. Everybody. Type it on the screen. Three. Everybody. Whatever. Put you a hallelujah. Put you a thank you, Jesus. Put you a hands up. Put you something on the screen because everything is getting better. 
Oh, but Bishop, you don't, mm -mm, everything is getting better. I don't need to hear you say nothing. I didn't ask you nothing. Everything is getting better. Everything is getting better. Let's go. <clears throat> he says, you who have not been in labor, but the children of the desolate one be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. And what have we learned? That God says, it's your turn <clears throat> because you are full term. Now, whenever we think of the concept of being full term in pregnancy, <clears throat> it means that all of the developmental phases for the child have taken place. You ready? <clears throat> all of the developmental phases for the child have taken better or uh, uh, taken place. And as a result of these things taking place, that means everything that could happen behind the scenes is done. It's now time for something to break forth. This is Isaiah 54 and 1. It's now time for something to break forth. I'm going to say it again. <clears throat> everything that could happen in the dark has happened. Y'all better hear me. It is now time for something to come forth to the light. See, some of you, you've been preparing for 10 years. You've been preparing. This isn't, <clears throat> this isn't something fresh. This isn't something new. You've been preparing for some time. You've been preparing for some time. You've been preparing. Can I get you to just release this on the screen? I'm ready. I'm ready. Type that on the screen. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. It means that what was done essentially behind the scenes, dark, it's now time for it to come forth. And what did I say to you on Sunday? That these words like sing, break forth, cry aloud. It's saying change because children equal productivity and children equal large change. Everything about your life, he says, changes when you have kids. Can I get a few parents to type some of the things that change on the screen when you begin to have kids? Because I'm going I'm to turn the corner. You're, it's your turn because you're full term. But here's what that means. Things have to change in your life. For some of you, your circle has to change. For some of you, your thought process has to change. For some of you, you ready? Your self-doubt has to change. For some of you, all this time you're going to have by yourself, how you view you has to change. Got it? It has to change. It has to change. <clears throat> Guys, I want to finish this word. And so Instagram is going to cut me out in a few minutes. When it does, y'all just come right back. Certain things have to change. Okay, somebody says my perspective of life, your sleep, your appetite, your freedom, money decisions. Come on, parents, type on the screen how you live. What's some of the stuff that changes when you have a kid? <clears throat> your friendships change. Wow. Your schedule helps steer them in the right direction. Your spending, less sleep. Mm. What else? Come on, y'all talk to me. Y'all talk to me. Y'all talk to me. What else has to change? <clears throat> what else has to change? Ted, to, yeah, okay, all right, I don't know what that means. Okay, how to live, how I speak to myself. Mm. This is so good. Come on, y'all talk to me. It's interactive church. Again, remember uh, Instagram, I'll be back in just a couple seconds. It's got about a minute and a half, it's gonna cut me off. Come on, y'all talk to me. Where y'all at, YouTube, talk to me. Extra money is spent on kids. Me time, me time. When you have kids, what you mean me time? You mean y'all time. Quietness, financial selflessness. Wow. 
how you plan your day, your finances, responsibility, understanding your values. Question is, when you have kids, what changed? What changed? Because the Bible says in Isaiah 54, remember, it likens us unto this widow woman that was barren, <clears throat> but that's changing. But in that change, which she wants to be productive, right? We're going to be productive. But in that, things have to change. Got it? Your thought process. This is good. Your lifestyle, financial situations. You have to gain more patience. This is good. Your priorities have to change. Don't have time for what you want. Wow, the way you value yourself. What is best for your kids. This is good. I've changed. Being a good example. Me time. LOL, what's that? I say, I was going to say, I... Listen, I didn't raise a whole lot of grown people. I didn't tell you that much. And I can tell you, uh, mm -hmm. no, a long time, how you move around, your mindsets, your circle. Instagram, I'm going to bring you right back on, all right? <clears throat> and we're going to wrap it up. I only got about 10, 15 more minutes. We're going to wrap this word up in just a moment, all right? It's going to cut you off, and then I'm going to bring you right back on Instagram, all right? All right. So listen, guys, everything changes. Everything changes when you have kids. <clears throat> Everything changes when you have kids. More cleaning, more cooking, <clears throat> more room. Got to be about a bigger house where you carry yourself, making sure you're an example. Everything changes when you have kids. And here's the thing I said on Sunday is that while Isaiah 54 is announcing all things new, <clears throat> here's what Isaiah 54 is really announcing. All things change, which brings me to what I want to talk about for just a few moments right through here is large lessons. Can I get a few of you to type that on each platform? Large lessons, large lessons. To live large, there's some lessons that you have to learn. There's some lessons you got to have. Somebody said being called 50 times a day for nothing. Woo! Listen, I know, listen, when I was coming up, I, I, uh, I used to try to not bother uh, my mother, but let me tell you, occasionally I would, and it normally wasn't me, but occasionally, occasionally I would, and and some of them calls, you know, you you just you you just uh, you recognize just how much goes into being a parent, right? All right, <clears throat> large lessons. So verse two says, enlarge the place of your tent. And remember, we talked about enlarging like a woman's contractions. Open up, shut down. Open up, shut down. Open up, shut down. Open up, shut down. The same thing happened with Pharaoh and the 10 plagues, right? As God says, go tell Pharaoh, let me let the people go. And what ends up happening? He says, now I'm going to tell them to say no. It's contractions. Open up, shut down. 10 times. Can you imagine getting 10 no's? And watch me. And every time you went to get an answer, you were literally obeying God. See, some of you think that your resistance is the devil. Your resistance isn't the devil. I need somebody to type this on the screen. This is God. <clears throat> this is God. Sometimes you're like, I don't understand. What's going on? I don't understand. What's happening? I don't understand. God is like, listen, man, I'm the one that made them say no. I'm the one that shut it down. I just need to see if you're going to keep going back and do what I said. Got it? We live in a time now. You know what's amazing to me? Can I, can I be very honest, uh, y'all? Is that we live in a time where, let's just even use what's going on in the world. They've given instructions and said, don't do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And I was, when I was traveling on Thursday, Friday, I was like, 
Whoa. I was like, so ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna follow none of these instructions, huh? It was amazing to me. <clears throat> it was amazing to me. Um the difficulty sometimes we have with following instructions. Y'all ready? Because we think we know better. Can I get us all to just type this on the screen on every platform? I'm almost done. Just say, Lord, you know better. Lord, you know better. Come on. Type it on the screen, Facebook. Type it on the screen, Instagram. Type it on the screen, YouTube. Lord, you know better. You know better. Got it? <clears throat> Ten times they get told no. For, oh, and, but watch me. But God said, go ask again. I'm going to tell them say no, though. Can you imagine? Look at me. Let's be honest. Can you imagine the frustration of that moment? Can you imagine feeling like a failure in that moment? What's, what's the lesson? Large lesson number one is this. Is I obey no matter what. All right? That is, that's not a popular lesson. But it's a lesson. <clears throat> I obey no matter what. I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't want to be a bishop. This was God's plan for me. And I obey no matter what. And when I look at the thousands of people who have given their life to the Lord, as a result, I say, thank you, Jesus, because Lord, you know better. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Got it? In my ministry journey, I've been hurt by people I've poured into. I have literally poured, 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 poured. And had people urinate on me and called it hot rain. <laughs> Y'all ain't said nothing. And everybody has been hurt. But I was like, God, see, this is proof of why I shouldn't do this. This is proof. And I said, do what I tell you to do. I know better. So here's large lesson number one. We obey no matter what. Because in the moment of enlarging, like a, when a woman, again, so when a woman's getting ready to give birth, the contractions are the strongest right before the birth canal is at its largest. I'll say it again. <clears throat> the contractions are the strongest right before the birth canal is at its largest. And what a woman can't recognize, and women, y'all can testify to this, is that you can't see when you're laying flat on that bed, your, your legs is up. You can't see the, the progress of the enlarging of your birth canal that has taken place. You can't see it. You missed what I'm saying. Many of you, Here's large lesson number two. You can't see just how ready you are because you're so focused on how ready you're not. I'm going to say it again. You can't see all of the great that has happened because sometimes your focus is on all of the things that are not happening. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And I want to challenge you while we've got this time to pay attention to the fact that you're further than you know. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So a woman can't see it. So, you know, contractions are going, contractions are going. She's sitting on the, uh, or not sitting, but laying on the uh, on the uh, bed. Her legs are up. She can't see that she's been enlarged. So one, what's large lesson number one? We obey no matter what. What's large lesson number two? What's large lesson number two? Is that we often can't see how ready we are. Some of you, you'd be like, oh my God, it just happened. God dropped you in there because you were ready. Like some of y'all be wanting like 40 weeks of, of specific training for stuff. 
listen, I'm, I'm trying to say this as nice as I can. <clears throat> you have been getting ready for now. You've been getting ready for this. You've been getting ready for this. Like, oh my God, it's all overwhelming. No, it's not. Stop. Can I get you to cite this? I'm not overwhelmed. Please release that on the screen. You are not overwhelmed. You have literally been preparing for this. You are not overwhelmed. Like you, you, you don't get like a 50 page, you know, rundown and say, okay, now let's talk about this. No, you've been ready. How have I been getting ready? You've been betrayed. You've been hurt. You've been lied on. You've been dealt a bad hand. You've had to deal with all of these challenges and obstacles. You are ready. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The question, ready for what, Bishop? To live large, shalom, and successful. Okay. It says, enlarge the place of your tent. Okay. And let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. So here's that. That's discomfort. So what's large lesson number three? Is that discomfort is the new comfort. That's large lesson number three. Discomfort is the new comfort. Listen, look at me, everybody. Do not sit up just trying to experience comfort all the time. Okay? Especially if you're going to be a curse breaker. And in case you don't know, you are a curse breaker. You are the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. That's who you are. And for you to be that, I need you to hear me. Discomfort is the new comfort. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <clears throat> discomfort is the new comfort. What you need to take away from everything going on in the world is everything's changing. Some of y'all ain't used to looking at church on no phone. God, some of y'all are, no, I'm in that building, Bishop. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Okay. Some of you, this is your first time. Discomfort's the new comfort, which means I get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's large lesson number three. He says, stretch out, stretch, stretch. What does that mean? When you start stretching, you're going to start hearing stuff pop. You, when you start stretching, you're going to start feeling things internally because you're going to begin to open up areas of your body that have been uh, truncated for a little bit. You got to be okay with that. Discomfort's the new comfort. You got to be okay with that. You got to be okay for a little bit with having your sanitizer, having your wipes. Y'all not talking to me. Got it? <clears throat> for some of you, you, you got to be okay with some of the new realities that you will face. Okay? All right, I'm almost done. And then we're out of here. <clears throat> Anybody being blessed by this word tonight? I'm teaching you large lessons. Sunday, it was large change. Tonight, we're going large lessons. Large lessons. Right from that same text to showing you some of the lessons. And then he says, do not hold back. Now, that's deep. He says, don't do what your tendency is to do. Because your tendency is to play it safe instead of play it by faith. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to do a little Q&A in a minute. How about that? Um, I'm going to do a little Q&A in a minute. But the reality is, y'all, for many of us, is that we know how to play it safe and call it faith. Can we be honest? We know how to play it safe and call it faith. I know what no cap means. I'm telling the truth. There we go. All right. We know how to play the game. How many of y'all, you can be honest, that you know how to play the game to, to make it seem like you're living by 
faith. When the truth is, ain't nothing faithful about what you're doing. Come on, let's be honest. Because faith always involves risk, uncertainty. Risk, uncertainty. Risk, uncertainty. Hmm? Faith always involves that. So the reality is, many times you say, child, I'm just walking by faith. It was not a faith for you to, it was not faith for you to sow a thousand dollars. You got 20. That wasn't no faith. And I'm not knocking the thousand. I'm just using this as an example. It was not faith for you to have that phone conversation. The truth is you weren't even really mad about it no more. Y'all see what I'm saying? All right. Here's the reality. He says, do not hold back. Can I get you to just please type this on the screen? Everybody everywhere. Say, I will not hold back. This is not the time to hold back our praise, not the time to hold back our worship, not the time to hold back our giving, not to hold back, watch me, our forgiveness. Not This is not the time to hold back. This is not the time to hold back our creativity. This is not the time to hold back. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Okay? It says, do not hold back, which means he makes it an instruction. He says, listen, you have learned how to fool everybody else into making them think that you're living by faith. He says, but I need you to really, here's his large lesson number four, do not hold back. Here's what we do when we hold back. What we're really saying is, God, I don't trust you have my back. Can we talk for real now? I don't trust that you have my back, so I'll cover it because I don't trust that you got me. And I need everybody to open your mouth and release this on the screen. And we're almost done. Just say, God's got me. Come on, open your mouth and say it and type it on the screen. God's got me. God has got you covered. And the same God that protected you last time, same God got you this time. Same God, same God. He's the same God right now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I will not hold back. I will not hold back. Let me tell you what's happening for many of you right now. <clears throat> is what's about to happen. I said it on Sunday. Prices are about to be brought down for y'all. I need you to say I received that. Real estate is about to be brought down for y'all. No, 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 let me change that now, y'all. Us. Let's say us. Real estate about to be brought down for us. There's some stuff where the deal didn't go through <clears throat> in January, in February, or even last fourth quarter. Let me tell you why. Because God didn't want you overpaying. There's some prices about to come down for you. Y'all better hear what I'm saying. Okay? So the reason you can't start walking in fear now is because you're going to have to make some aggressive moves because some things are being brought down for us. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? All right? <clears throat> Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. So to lengthen your cords, this means I've now got to take the time to begin to see what I really have. Because to lengthen something means I have to stretch it out. To stretch it out, that means I got to see what I really have. What do you really have? What do you really have? Can I challenge everybody to do a personal assessment of your life right now? What do you really have? What do you have? What do you have? Okay, money, that's great. Car, that's good. House, that's good. What, what do you really have? Because now is the time. It says, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. 
This means I need to assess what I have. Here's large lesson number five. I need to assess what I have and strengthen it. Assess what I have and strengthen it. I'm going to say it one more time. Assess what I have and strengthen it. You got it? Because remember, you are shalom. Everything you need, you have. But if listen, if you never take an assessment, <clears throat> so can I give you a few things about me and then I'm going to do a quick Q&A and we're going to drop this and then we're out of here. Um, I was planning on being out in an hour, but I'm 15 minutes over from Instagram. Bam, we're going to keep it going. <clears throat> listen, um, I have always been like a planner and a preparer. I'm a belt and suspenders type guy. So <clears throat> for me, you know, I'm the type, that's nice, good, but let me give me a plan B for that. And that's great, but give me a plan B for that. And I'm not going to put all my faith in no one person. So what's my plan B and C for that? This is the way that I, I am. <clears throat> I have had, um, so I wouldn't shock, you know, worry about no toilet paper and all. I got it. I've been having enough toilet paper to last me, and listen, until my, <laughs> until I have hair. Y'all is in it. Um, I've, I've always had those types of things and always believed in keeping a good stock. All those types of staples, toothpaste and Lysol and all that type of stuff. Sanitizer, I wouldn't worry. I said, listen, I probably have the second highest concentration of sanitizers in my personal possession um, besides Amazon. Jeff Bezos is probably the only man got more. Uh, I'm saying that jokingly, but I'm saying that to say this, that at the end of the day, I've always um, been that type of person to plan and to prepare. <clears throat> so when something like this happens, I can say, oh, wait a minute, I'm not worried about getting to the store because I already have access because I already know what I have stock of. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And for many, you don't know, the reason fear grips you is because you don't know what you have. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You don't know what you have. You don't have any inventory. Somebody says, I said I ordered some from bishopzon.com, all right? <clears throat> you don't know what you have. So fear comes over you when there's change because you don't know what you have. And I want to encourage you uh, to that last lesson to dig in. You have to know what you have so that you'll know what it is that you're able to do with it. Got it? So I want to challenge you in that regard. Okay. I want you to hear me. Prices are being brought to levels where you're going to be able to go in and make some money moves. To my real estate investors and my financial investors and my entrepreneurs, don't you freak out. All things are working together for your good right now. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. And at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God. And they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. 
And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this for me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details.